0: Hello beautiful souls, welcome to the Liberated Woman podcast. I'm your host Shani, I'm a rebirthing breathwork facilitator, ancestral healer and spiritual guide and it's my life's mission to support women just like you on your path to spiritual awakening and feel safe in doing so. This podcast is for you to awaken your feminine energy, elevate your consciousness and reclaim the truth of who you really are. If you know that you are ready for more and want to stop playing small and take radical responsibility for your healing, expansion and liberation so that you can live your life in your highest pleasure, you've come to the right space. Each episode, you will receive a deepening of your feminine wisdom so that you can be reminded of the magic and power that already lives in you. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Liberated Women podcast. I'm so excited that you are joining me here again today for another episode full of feminine awakening wisdom. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you why I absolutely love going to sober conscious festivals and why they've been so transformative as part of my Feminine Awakening journey. I'm going to highlight a few festivals that I've been to. I've been to more than the ones I'm going to talk about, but there are so many of them. And these specific ones, I feel, have a special place in my heart and deserve a mention for the curation, for the intention behind them, for the organization, for the safe space that they hold, for you to go and experience a deep transformation and a liberation and an awakening. So I had no idea that these sorts of festivals ever existed. In fact, I don't think I'd ever really been to a festival growing up in the UK. The first real festival that I went to was an ecstatic dance festival when I was living in Israel. I was very deeply into my spiritual awakening journey. I was starting to go to conscious, sober events, events without alcohol, events without drugs. And I was looking for this kind of community to connect with. I was exploring what it was like to be back in my body after I'd been going to breathwork sessions. I was going to ecstatic dances, cacao ceremonies, singing circles, women's circles. And I was exploring what it would be like to be in those spaces. And somebody told me about an ecstatic dance festival in the desert in Israel. And I was like, oh, yes, I'm going to be there 100%. Not only do I absolutely love being in the desert, it's my spiritual home. For those of you that don't know, I actually grew up in the desert between the ages of eight months and three and a half years. So the desert really is my spiritual home. And I also feel like I have a lot of ancestry that comes from the from the desert, from Egypt, from Israel, from the Middle East. So I love being there. So an ecstatic dance festival taking place in the desert. Yes, please. So I go down to this festival. I get a lift with a girl who I've never met before. We just met on a Facebook group, like a ride share. And we go down and it's three full days of ecstatic dance. And it was honestly mind blowing. Like there were workshops, there was contact improvisation. There was getting to know your body in the space. And there was a real emphasis on consent and learning how to be in a space with other people that you might want to touch or dance with, or they might want to touch and dance with you. But learning how to navigate boundaries in that space was really, really important. It's kind of the first time I'd been to a festival where there was a really big emphasis on that consent and that boundary. And it made me feel safe because I was in the middle of this spiritual awakening. I was a bit confused still. I was quite overwhelmed. I was still learning to be in my body. I'd just broken up with my partner of three years. I was newly single. I wasn't really looking to connect with other men at that point. I was still like in the process of untangling that relationship and like consciously uncoupling from all of the entanglement that we'd got ourselves into. And so I was looking for a safe space to express myself, to dance, to move my body, to feel, to be in the sun, to be in the desert, to drink cacao and to connect with other people. And it was my first experience of this. And I have to say, like, there were moments where I felt uncomfortable Um, at that stage, looking around the room at other people and how at ease they were in their bodies and how easily they were able to dance. But it really taught me how to like come back to myself and see that I was in a journey. And it was transformative because I, in, in those three days, I really allowed myself to have some compassion for where I was in my awakening journey and realized like, hey, you've come so far. Like a few months ago, you were totally in freeze response. You couldn't even move your body, let alone come to a place like this, not knowing anybody and dance and move and feel freer in your body. So it was definitely part of my liberation. And then when I got back to the UK, Um, again, I, I was kind of searching for these sorts of communities, but I arrived back in April, 2020, having got stranded in India post my breathwork um, facilitation training. I was stranded in India. I got back to the UK in 2020. We know what happened in April, 2020. I, I moved to Norfolk because my parents had moved here. I didn't know anybody, not one soul. I didn't have any friends. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a car. I didn't have smudge my cat nothing so I was looking to create community and I was looking for events and it was only when things started to open up again almost a year later that I started to find these sorts of festivals and events in the UK and the first one that I went to was a small little gathering called Journey to the One um, which was run by somebody I'd met at an event a ceremony I'd been to And he was running this small little gathering. I think there must have been about 100 of us. Um, And I went. And it was so beautiful to be in a space of other like-minded individuals, conscious people on a path to awakening, both men and women, children too, and to participate in events and to participate in dancing to participate in connection, workshops. In fact, it's the first festival I ever ran, a breathwork workshop at, a rebirthing breathwork workshop at, and I held a women's circle there. It was the first time I'd put my offerings out at a festival and it was a really beautiful, small little gathering. And from that space, I met some people who have actually become really good friends of mine, um, just from that one little gathering that I'm still in touch with. I've been to visit them ever since. Um, and we're we're still in touch. But before I went to Journey to the One, I remember coming across a festival, I don't even know how I found it, online, somewhere, you know, you manifest these things into your existence, they're meant to pass, pass you and come into your life. I saw a video for a festival called Medicine Festival. And I remember watching the promo video and crying my eyes out and I knew at that point I had to go to that festival I had to be there it was like a deep soul yearning a deep knowing that I had to be there and I was just like that's my tribe that's my home that's my community I've got to get there and medicine festival was about two weeks after journey to the one so I'd gone to journey to the one it was all the way down near Bristol, Glastonbury. I'd come back to norfolk and i was making my way to medicine by myself it was again i went on my own not knowing really anybody i think i knew three people that i just met at the journey to the one festival at medicine and again bearing in mind it was like 2021 so like the energy and the atmosphere was still a little bit weird in the world and people were still a bit cautious And I arrived at this festival and I set my tent up and I was just immediately so excited to be there. They had intentionally created the space where you just felt so held the moment you walked in. There was just beautiful sacred fires with fire keepers. There was different areas for different workshops. There was a lake that you could get into. There was a sauna. There was a massive opening ceremony, a main stage. It's set in a beautiful place called Waising Woods near Reading in the UK. It is a magical piece of land. I'm telling you that magic happens on that land. I know a lot of people that have had extremely magical experiences there. And it's just like being in a fairy kingdom. It is beautiful. And Medicine Festival is like it says in the title. It's all about you being the medicine so again it's a sober conscious festival no alcohol is served on site you can't buy it you're not supposed to bring it in and as a result of that like everyone is so open-hearted and connected and like in their transformative journey and trying to find their liberation and their awakening and you know i was there a full day um only knowing like two or three people from journey to the one and the second day that I was there I kept getting this very clear message in my body in my being that said go to your tent and write a prayer go to your tent and write a prayer and I kind of ignored it for most of the day because I wanted to go to the workshops and I wanted to explore the land and I wanted to connect with people and be in community but the voice just got louder and louder and louder So around four o'clock, I went to my tent and I sat inside and I channeled this really long prayer on my phone, which I still have in my notes on my phone. And it came through to call in my divine union, my partner, a conscious man. I was very specific about what I wanted to manifest into my life. I left the tent, having written the prayer, I left it, thought, okay, well, it's out in the universe now, it's done. And... I walked over to the woods where I saw one of the the ladies that I'd met at Journey to the One Festival who were now good friends. And I sat next to her and I was talking to her and a man comes over who also knows her and talks to her. And we start talking and he is now my partner of two years. (laughs) And the craziest part is, is that when I told him about the prayer that I had channeled, He was doing exactly the same thing, exactly the same time, banging on his shamanic drum, singing and calling in for his divine union at exactly the same time I was writing the prayer. So that land for me and for him is extremely magical. There's a whole backstory to how I called him in, but I will share that for a whole other episode because this episode is focused on the festival. So we spent the rest of the festival together. It was extremely transformative, you know, from moments of for example we went to the lake and everyone goes in the lake into the lake naked and I remember being like really ashamed of like I can't get naked I can't go in the lake no way there's kids there there's other people there no way I can't do that this was just two years ago and my partner Josh he encouraged me to get in the lake and it was like a transformation for me because I'd never like just got naked and got in a body of water in front of other people. But he was right. No one cared because people are there for their liberation and people know in these spaces that there's no shame around being in your body and liberating your body. So already that was transformative for me. That was a huge, huge, huge step into like releasing a lot of shame. And that's what these festivals are for. Like you get awakenings, you go to a workshop or you have a connection with somebody or you have a conversation with somebody or you're in a dance, or you see a DJ set, and you have some kind of awakening around it that is so magical. And Medicine Festival for me specifically holds obviously a very special place in my heart because the land is really magical. And of course, I met my partner, Josh. Now, you know, that first year I went there, as I said, I knew maybe like three people and none of them lived where I lived. Last year we went and we had a whole crew of people from where we lived and that's the power of community, all looking for the same kind of sober conscious festivals as us and we went with a whole big group and we're doing it again this year. In fact, we're going in a couple of weeks time to Medicine Festival and I don't know when you're going to be listening to this episode, whether we'll have been there or we're going there, depending on when I schedule this episode, but um this is the second year that the third time that we're going um the second time we're going together it'll be our two-year anniversary and again we've got a big crew of people coming with us from where we live which is really exciting and new people too that are finding out about these sorts of festivals and wanting to be a part of this conscious sober movement so journey to the one medicine the next one i want to tell you about is love jam Love Jam is a beautiful community of people that started off just jamming in the park in East London. It was just a small group of people jamming on their instruments, bringing a picnic, having a food share. And it's turned into a whole big movement um, of Love Jam communities around the country. I ran Love Jam Community in Norwich with my partner Josh for a year. We passed it over to some other people to run it now. But it was about bringing community together in conscious sober spaces so that alcohol was not the premise of the gathering or the meeting. But it was more about deeper connections and shared values and shared ethics and just really like allowing children into the space and allowing families into the space. And Love Jam also run a yearly festival, usually in September And again, it's uh, uh, slightly smaller than medicine. Journey to the One was like 100 people. The next year we went to Journey to the One, there was maybe 200 people. Medicine has around 4,000 people. Love Jam usually around, yeah, about 3,000. I mean, they started off as a very small little grassroots festival. It's grown and grown and grown. And again, it's just this beautiful space for transformation. There's opening ceremonies, fire keepers, ecstatic dance, workshops. This year, we're going to be running a shamanic breathwork journey there as well. They did that last year and it was amazing. They've got saunas, they've got a lake, they've got um, intentional um, curated artwork exhibitions, they've got fire poi shows, like They've got so much, and they've got children's areas. so we can bring children into these spaces. Every Festival Journey to the One, Medicine, Love Jam, they all have spaces for children, like specific areas for children, so parents can bring their kids and have a conscious, intentional space for their kids to run wild and join in activities and be forest schooled and make clay, work, play with clay and do all sorts of amazing things and jam with instruments. And it's really special to be able to bring your children to an event like this because most bigger festivals where there's alcohol and drugs involved, like it's not very suitable for kids. Like the music's too loud, it's damaging for them, you're scared to lose them, you can't really relax as a parent because you're wondering what's going to happen to your kid. So these spaces are way more intentional and curated with the idea and the view for transformation and for awakening. That is the whole purpose of them so love jam is also super beautiful you know grassroots started by a couple of people it's now spread out they've got a team um they're doing an amazing job at bringing people together in community um and bringing people together for social justice for activism for awareness for the planet for the people you know for for our new paradigm this new earth that we are c- creating as we awaken The next festival I wanna tell you about is Back to the Roots. This is a new festival that we're going to this year. We're also holding a Shamanic Breathwork there. Again, when you hear this episode, we may have already been there, we may have come back. It is a, a beautiful small little grassroots festival run by Conscious Buddy, which is like a bigger organization that runs a few different types of events. And again, lots of amazing workshops, musicians, activities, intentional curated spaces, Um, uh, therapies healings massages shamanic journeys we're going to be holding another shamanic breathwork journey there and it's a smaller gathering um, very grassroots very beautiful very well held very well intentioned and again it's sober and conscious so no alcohol um, available to buy anywhere on site once again kids are encouraged to come there's activities for them So once again, families can feel safe, women can feel safe, men can feel safe. There's women's circles, men's events. Beautiful, beautiful, again, conscious community weaving the tribe together. Another lovely festival in the UK, and this one is specifically for young adults. So if you have um, a son or a daughter um, who's a young adult, or you know somebody who's a young adult, there's a lovely gathering called Wider Horizons. They run a summer gathering at the same place as Medicine Festival in in Woods. They also run a winter gathering, which is really unusual for festivals. So it's lovely to have something in the winter to break up the horrible dark days. They have a winter retreat in North Norfolk at Chaucer Barn. Always special, always beautiful around imulk time. And again, this particular gathering is usually around 120 people and it's specifically aimed at young adults and um, so kind of university age students slightly younger slightly older and the whole premise behind that again is to get young adults who are awakening or wanting to be more conscious or more intentional to find their tribe to find their community <clears throat> and the beautiful thing about wider horizons is that they have elders who come in to deliver the workshops <laughs> excuse me but they also allow the young people to run workshops and talk about activism and talk about things that they are passionate about. And there's discussion groups and focus groups to really get young people communicating and talking and people come from all over the country for that gathering, both in the summer and um, at the winter gathering in North Norfolk. And um, Josh and I have been fortunate enough to hold workshops at this event Twice in the winter one, I've held one in the summer one, and honestly, it's such a beautiful space because of the mix of the elders of the the elders and the young. Like it's not commonplace these days that we have elders in our community that we can turn to for wisdom and advice, and I love that they're bringing young adults and elders. With a lot of knowledge and expertise and experience and wisdom to support the young people and vice versa like the, the elders are learning from the young it's beautiful so wider horizons I'm going to link all of these into my show notes if you want to check them out, the latest festival that we just came back from that I really want to rave about is Boom Festival in Portugal. I cannot tell you how transformational this has been in my life personally, but I see that it's been transformational in so many people's lives. So Boom Festival is four hours outside of Lisbon in a place called Boomland, which the people who started Boom um, bought a piece of land is beautiful there. It's set in like mountainous region with like kind of mountainous trees, a huge lake, that you can get in and swim in every single day. Um, and it is so beautifully curated. It's a week-long festival. Um, it is a psychedelic festival. So there, there is alcohol and there are drugs there. But in spite of that, there is a very conscious, intentional feel to the space. And I didn't see one person at the festival out of 35,000 people is the biggest festival I've been to. I didn't see one person getting aggressive or starting on anybody else or starting fights or anything like that, because people are going there to, to transform and to be in their liberation. So Boom Festival, it was a whole week long festival. It's a massive piece of land, like 40 hectares. And you have every possible thing you could possibly want there incredible workshops, the lake, a mud bath where you can get naked and wrap yourself up in mud and then get in the water. They've got ecstatic dance every night. They've got yoga. They've got well-being centers. They've got meditations. They've got a whole area called the being fields, which is all about healing and wellness. They've got about eight different stages with different kinds of music so that you can pick what you know what what lights you up and what fills you up and what feels good for you in your body um, there's a whole range of different really healthy foods and juices and acai bowls you've got funky beach which is a whole area where you can just chill out by the lake on a beach with sand um, they've got lots and lots of alternative um, drinks for you there that you can have if you don't want to drink alcohol i didn't have one alcoholic drink the entire week Um, I was drinking juices and coconut water and water because it's hot. It's like 30 degrees there because it's Portugal. So it's sunny, amazing for someone like me who loves the sun. And honestly, I think it's of all the festivals I've been to, I feel like it was the most liberating experience. I think that people, there's a real mix at Boom of like conscious spiritual kind of More awakened people, and then people who are experiencing this kind of thing for the first time who are probably used to going to raves and parties. And actually, that mix made it very, very special because if you are going to this kind of event for the first time and you've never experienced what that might be like, like you can really get cracked open by conversations you have with people, by experiences you have through the dance. Through connections with people, through perhaps maybe like me two years ago at medicine, maybe it's the first time you release some shame around getting naked in the shower in front of people or in the lake in front of people. And it's really encouraged there for you to be in your world liberation. I posted a reel about it on my Instagram if you want to go and take a look at what it might look like in your imagination. Um, but really, I don't think I've ever been to a place with so many open-hearted people with so many people who are willing to open up conversations with you and go deep really quickly like even when I got on the bus on when we got on the boom bus from the airport of Lisbon to the place Josh and I couldn't sit next to each other there was uh, no more spaces on the bus so I sat next to a lovely man and I just had like got into a really deep conversation with him so quickly and it felt so safe And that continued all the way through boom. Like it was so easy to connect with people and have deep conversations. And actually I like, I met people there that I'm definitely going to stay in touch with beyond the festival. And that just, you know, you come across someone and they smile at you and you can instantly feel like a heart to heart connection, a womb to womb, a soul to soul. And you really, yeah, you just connect with them so quickly and it feels so beautiful to, to go into a conversation with someone and know that you're safe and you're held, which is not something that you get to experience in your day-to-day world. Like you don't have those conversations, meeting people on the street. You definitely don't have them with people at work. Like you don't, it's not commonplace to go that deep with people and strangers that you don't know, but they don't feel like strangers in a place like that because of the intention behind it. And all the way through Boom Festival, they have incredible artwork, like sculptures and all these cool little nooks and crannies that you can sit in and hammocks and fairy lights and the sacred fire area with these like underground kind of clay caves that you can sit in. It was honestly curated so incredibly. And from the moment we arrived there, we felt held, we felt safe and what I learned about myself over the week was so transformational that I genuinely think it's changed my life. Before I went to boom festival, I was feeling quite depleted, quite tired, um, lacking in energy. And I feel like it's given me a whole new lease of life. And I've learned so much about myself in that short space of time in a week. And I met a lot of Um, boomers as we call them or people that have been to boom after the festival we were in Lisbon for a bit and I met up with a lot of people that have been to the festival and they said the same like they learned so much about themselves especially if it's the first time they've been to an event like this so I really want to shout out Sober Conscious Festivals and how transformational they are they've changed my life every time I've been to one I've learned something new about myself, whether it's around shedding shame around being naked, whether it's about meeting my, my life partner, whether it's about having an awakening of a part of my shadow that I, I knew needed to come to the surface to be witnessed, whether it's about having deeper connections with people, whether it's about expressing myself in a way that I wouldn't normally express myself, whether it's about, being able to wear clothes that I can't normally wear in the UK because it's too cold and whatever it is, I have learned so much about myself, met so many amazing people, created incredible tribe and community. And I can't wait to see where these movements go because more and more of these types of festivals are popping up. Like they're starting as grassroots festivals. I know people who I've met at these festivals who are now starting their own festivals, like how amazing, bringing tribe together, creating safe spaces for people to come and gather, creating safe spaces for people to come and awaken and be liberated and transform. I highly encourage you, if you've never been to a festival, to go to a sober, conscious festival and see the difference between a really big festival like Reading or Leeds or Glastonbury and one of these types of festivals that I've just spoken about. I will link them all in the show notes for you so that you can take a look at their websites. If not for this year, then for next year. And who knows, maybe one day I'll be running my own Sober Conscious Festival as well. There's one more that I wanted to mention that I forgot. It's a small little cute festival called the Norwich Yoga Festival. It just happened uh, last Saturday. And I held a women's circle there for 70 women. It was beautiful. Um, the woman who runs Norwich Yoga Festival is a yoga teacher. She created this space for wellness industries, for the yoga industry, for coaches, for um, healers, holistic healers to come together and to experience um. All that Norfolk and Norwich has to offer in a day. She puts a lot of time and effort into this event. It was really beautiful to be there and hold space for that many women and got and also to meet other people in the industry, to meet other people around me who are doing incredible back in the area. And I highly recommend that if you are local, that you go and check that out next year as Well, so I hope you've enjoyed this episode all about why Sober Conscious Festivals are so transformational. And I hope that you will join me at one for one of the workshops that I am running either this year or next year. And I very much look forward to chatting to you again in next week's episode. For those of you wanting to go a little bit deeper in your feminine awakening journey, I am still taking on one-to-one clients for my eight-month liberated woman journey. You can book yourself in for a free chemistry call Uh, The link is in the show notes, or if you're not ready for a big festival yet, but you want to experience what it's like to be in a sober conscious space, I am running the next Awaken Your Inner Goddess event on the 30th of September at Norwich Yoga Central. And it is a mini kind of day festival for women only in a sober conscious space where you get to come and immerse yourself in your wild liberation. The tickets are also in the link in the show notes. Until next week, have a magical day. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Liberated Woman podcast. I hope this episode has landed in your heart and activated and awakened you in some way. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe and leave a review. This really helps more awakening women on their spiritual path to reach out and gives them a safe space to drop in and feel connected and empowered. I'd love to connect with you over on my IG at underscore Shani Bella and in my Facebook group, The Divine School of Feminine Awakening. Until then, have a magical day.